RLC founder Dave Evans spends time with partners, clients, and friends in the USA talking about all things business. If you are an inspiring business owner, an entrepreneur, a CEO, or a coach who wants real advice about what to do in business today and wants to hear frank conversations, then this is the show for you. Real life consultations, challenges, and ideas from all around the world. We hope you enjoy this episode of Consultivation. So we are live with Consultivation. We are back for another episode today, and I am flying solo in Consultivation this week in the absence of Mr. Swick, who's away on holiday with his family in a marriage in Italy with his daughter, and it's a whole shenanigans going on there. And Mr. Swick, who's out in a meeting in London, Mr. Turnbull, who's out in London tonight in a, a very important meeting. But I am lucky, really, very lucky that that's happened because I get to spend some time with the extraordinary uh, Tammy Coakley, um, owner of Spire Blue, Inspire Blue, and proud member of our RLC Legacy team. Tammy, welcome to Consultivation. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's really nice to see you again. It's, it's been a little bit of a while, isn't it? This, this last yeah. 18 months for everybody has been a bit insane. Uh, how, how, how have you found the recovery or the stalling or the continuous ups and downs of the pandemic? Yeah, good question. Um, it's definitely, have to say, been an interesting time in our salon spa world. Um, and around the world, of course. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of people that are really um, struggling. And I think, you know, there there's a lot of truth to this after effect. Not that it's even done yet because, you know, we have some new strands and some different things that I think bring on a whole bunch of anxiety for people. But, um, you know, one of our things that we're blessed with in our industry is that we're allowed to physically touch people and make them feel beautiful and talk about wellness and um you know we're we're definitely seeing um it take a toll not only on our guests but our team as well so as much as we love being back to work and as busy as we are which is great we're not going to complain about that of course but really, I think what I realized the most is that um, mental mental health is is a big concern right now for me and my business and my world. I, I would agree with you, and I and I, I think it's um, not spoken about enough, uh, ranging from you know the extremities of of well being. You know, I always think about some of the harrowing headlines of male suicides around the world. And whilst that's not what well-being is entirely all about, it's in the same space, isn't it? It's, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. Um, and it's the same for everybody. Now, let, let's come back into that in a second. Um, one of the things I love about your team is you are, and your spas particularly, own the word guest. You own it. Um, I know loads of people and loads of companies and loads of courses that talk about guests. Your team own that word. What does the word guest mean to you and your team, particularly in, in the spa coming? So for us, um, 
Me personally, I think of the guest as my team, as well as our guests. Um, I, I use the description to the team when we're talking about our guests is that, you know, we want to, you know, envision them walking into our home, you know, and we want to give them the same kind of care and service that you would get when you invite guests over to your house. Um, and I and I think that way of my team as well, I want them to come into a great environment every day because ultimately they're in direct contact with our guests more so than I am um, some of the time. So I feel like it's really important for my team to feel like they're a guest in our locations and that we're taking care of them and um, they can come in and not worry about anything but performing their job to the best of their ability. Um, and then in that in turn, they, you know, that does, you know, trickle down to the guest experience. It's, it's about welcoming people and making them feel like you want them there. And um, while they're with you, giving them, you know, the best service that you're able to give. So, I, I, the reason why I want to talk about this, that first, because it sets a beautiful context, I think, uh, to come back to what you were saying. How are your guests feeling? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think being in a salon and spa more so, um, the fact that we can touch people with our hands. Um, they feel comfortable. They feel like they're in a really safe space. And sometimes they'll tell you more than they'll tell their family or their doctors, or I mean, just the, the, the conversations that come up are um, intense. And that can be for our team as well. They feel safe. And, and so we hear a lot and we see a lot. And I, I am more aware than ever that people are really struggling and i don't mean like everyone's on the verge of um you know you know worst case scenario but there's a lot of anxiety and i think uncertainty and, and our kids are feeling it and i just don't think that is being talked about enough um and i so, have some real so, concerns so, so you're answering my next question which is about how how have you noticed the guests being, you know, how different they are before the pandemic. So back in almost what was once normal, right? So a yeah. normal routine business where I'm sure you were focused on guest experience, like you were saying, the next appointment, the next, the next, the next great touch point with, it, with one of your guests is the next best moment. But is, is there a difference? You talked about anxiety there and, and people struggling. Is, is there a, a, a difference you've been noticing? Yeah, I, I do. I think, um, you know, one, when they, obviously we were missed, I believe, as well, when, when COVID shut down and we were closed for three months and in some places much longer than we were, um, we were missed. You know, I think even for ourselves, we realized um, that not touching people, not being in community with people, and contact with people is really isolating. And I think what we realize, like we're lucky to be back to work, touching people, talking to people all day, but there's a lot of fear still in people. And 
you know, we'll still have people coming in saying they haven't had a haircut in a year or they haven't really left their house because they're working from home and and now they're having like this anxiety about leaving the house and you know it's like I can't imagine not being in community and touching people and talking to people about personal life real life stuff um, for that amount of time and a lot of people live alone they might you know be older younger you know there's a lot of different situations where some people don't really have any connection with people um, other than Zoom or, uh, you know, what, you know, going out to dinner, whatever. Um, yeah, there's a lot of fear, I think, out there. And, and sadly, um, I think that the power of touch is, is powerful. It's, 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 Even not said, hugging, said, handshaking a person, yeah. uh, you know, personally, you stopped doing that now, you know, when you're, seeing someone that you haven't seen in a long time, you're not necessarily hugging them or handshaking them. Now it's just like, hey, you know, and, and that's different because I'm a, you know, a touchy-feely person. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot of changes that have been made in in society. So in, in your businesses, how, how are you managing to retain a, a, a very careful word, a level of intimacy? Because I guess, even though you're allowed to do those things, the physical contact and the touch point, and, and, and I also want to re-emphasize to anyone listening, that yeah, I think salons are a space where people might only be going there and in their circle of their life for whatever reason, whatever age they are, and, and, and therefore there's a social interaction. I mean, in business, we call that coaching, you know? So, so you're almost having a social coaching conversation as part of the job, aren't you? And, how do you navigate how do you navigate the covid boundaries and i know they changed on and off a lot um mm -hmm. to make to make the guests feel safe in that experience is, is there any what have you learned i suppose yeah so uh you know obviously illinois has its guidelines and we we follow those guidelines we did put some dividers in um our team and our guests all wear masks still um whether they're vaccinated or not, because some of our team members are not. Um, and so we just really try to do as much. I mean, there, you know, we can't, we do have to be in close quarters, right? So we try to just make that as, as, you know, clean. Obviously we're cleaning like crazy. You know, we want the guests to feel like when they come in the salon, um, they're getting our undivided attention and it's a clean space. So, um, and we try to separate and do all that stuff as much as we possibly can. But um, yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely taking it serious and, and trying to maintain, you know, everyone's health. And, and again, if you're listening to Consultivation, I am speaking to Sammy Coakley, owner of Fire Blue and Inspire Blue and prime member of our legacy team. And she's walking us through at the moment some parts of her business that have been challenging, like many of us over the last uh, year to 18 months. And we were just really starting to zero in on anxiety and the need to talk about that more. And this, I'm going to come right back to that because today's episode is all about business resilience. And, and I'd like to ask you, how have you managed to get through it from a business owner's perspective? And then 
what did you notice your team did to get through it? Because everyone talks about restaurants, Tammy, and, and there are some fabulous stories about how they re-engineered their businesses, did loads of incredible things, you know, takeout services. You know, I even saw in London last year, um, a, an ice cream van that was converted into a beer truck, you know, and they were taking beers to people so that people could still have that point uh, type mm-hmm. of thing. And every, everybody um, talks about these things, but, but you know, I haven't heard lots of people talk about salons. So talk to me about how you've coped uh, as a business mm-hmm. owner, where you had to close, you had to shut down, you had to keep your people employed and reopen again safely. How's it been for you? Well, I think it's been humbling, really. Um, you know, when COVID hit us, it was definitely not anything that anybody really knew how to navigate. Um, I do have a great team, leadership team and uh, team as well. So I think the main thing that I knew what we had to do when, when this all happened is we had to be there for our team. We had to be flexible. We couldn't, um, you know, the same guidelines and, and rules or whatever before um, had to be put out of the wayside. And it really had to be about the person and their life and what are, you know, they're navigating with kids at home from school and teaching little ones. And they had so much other things that they had to navigate that I felt like the most important thing that we could do as a leadership team is be there for them, be um, confident in what we were doing, um, stay updated on all the information that was coming and provide, you know, the information. So good communication with our team, but also just very flexible, you know, hey, what do you need? Yeah, you can't work Saturdays. Okay. Or you know, you you know have to change your schedule so you can be with your kids. Absolutely, like they're just. It had to be about them, you know, and that's really what we we did is we just became more flexible. That's that's a, that's a huge thing, isn't it? And and I, and I love the fact that you've emphasised about focusing on the team and seeing it from the individual's perspective. And I I don't know how people did schooling. You know, parents who had young children. I've no idea how they did it. Like, I don't think it was the same in the States, but over here, there were parents doing schooling who didn't even know the curriculum. And it's not because mm-hmm. the parents, you know, were, were silly. The curriculum is today's curriculum. It's not the mm-hmm. curriculum that I did at school or, or you might have done at school, which clearly was right. only the other day. It was only the other day, Tammy, right? But, yeah. um, so, so, how, how did your team get through that? Because that's really hard. Yeah. Well, I think by being flexible and being there for them, it helped them. You know, they weren't worried about their job. You know, they knew they had a, a job and they knew that we would be flexible, you know. And and we, um, you know, if someone needed something, we would all work together to make sure that that happened. And um, really, it just became about, you know, taking care of each other in order to take care of our guests. And um, we knew that that's what we needed to do for our community as well. Um, But I think through that, you know, being in community, you also help yourself. You know, you, you also being there for other people, it helps you to be more resilient yourself. 
it's, it's, it's really interesting, isn't it, to hear you talking about being there for other people, because I know one of the things that you do, and tell me if I've got the right location, is you're very active, aren't you, in the Boys and Girls Club East Dundee? Yeah, so, you know, prior, during COVID too, you know, I did realize that, you know, I, I did have to kind of put everything else to the wayside. Of course, I'm still active in the Boys and Girls Club, but I did step down from the board, um, but I still support them and try to do as much as I can for them. But there were certain things that I did um, outside of the salon and I knew I had to give 100% to the salon right now. Um, so I, I did step down from a lot of those things, one for clarity, but also two, I just knew that they were going to need me. I knew my family was going to need me and I had to really make some tough decisions and, and just, um, you know, be there a hundred percent of the time available for both. And that's what I did. And there's, some, there's, a, there's a truth I learned many years ago. You can't. You can't be the best CEO of somebody else's business. And actually, when you've got your own business, it does need your total attention. And mm -hmm. I can completely, I can completely resonate with that. Um, yeah. You mentioned you mentioned earlier about um, younger people, mm -hmm. and, and I know you've got a, you've got a fabulous family. Um, how have your children and their friends coped with some of the challenges of the last year? Because it's been it's been very hard, isn't it? On loads of generations, you know, at school and social interactions. What have you noticed in that space, Tammy? Um, I think for my older children, uh, 23 and 21, I haven't noticed as much because, I mean, they, they're working, um, they get out with their friends. I haven't noticed as much um, as I have with my younger daughter who's in high school. Um, okay. I, I think there's definitely some adjustments happening right now, now that they're back in school full time. Um, I would say she's adjusting well. I'm not like worried about her, but I definitely have a, a closer eye on her and her friends. Cause I do feel like going from being not at school and doing remote and all that stuff. And, and she's social and has a good friend group and, you know, is very active as well. Um, but I still notice some, some things about her that, that I do, you know, it keeps my eye on her a little closer, you know, especially when I'm working and she's at home doing school, not that this is the case anymore, but you know, you, you think they're fine, but you have to remember that's a lot of alone time for them too, you know? So yeah, I had to, I have to say, I think they're adjusting well. I just think that there might be some struggles that they're having that we're not aware of. Maybe because they won't tell you or maybe because they seem fine. You think they're fine. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I haven't seen any real big red flags, but there's definitely been some concerns. I, something to watch I, out I, for i agree and i and i think i think if i've learned if i've learned anything it's to watch out for it but also to listen from their perspective the only thing i've learned is that it's such an odd period of history that we're not their age and and it's so easy isn't it as young as we both are Sammy, right um 
that it's so easy to, to take all of your combined years of life and apply it to your perspective unintentionally. Mm-hmm. And if there's something I've learned, I've learned so, and I have to keep reminding myself, is to listen from their view, uh, because their view is unique. It's a historic time, a bit, a bit like the really sensitive um, subjects coming up over the weekend, 20 years of 9-11. Um, you know, people who were going through that, it's a unique experience. We can all remember where we were, and I think COVID will have that. This pandemic around our businesses, we'll all remember what happened. But those who are younger, I think we have to we have a responsibility to listen to them, because who knows what effect this will have as they grow into young adults, and you know the loss of what we all consider might have been a normal upbringing, and how radically that changed. Mm-hmm. So let's look to the future together. What, what do you have coming up in the next few years that gives a little bit of excitement to you? A little bit of excitement, huh? Yeah. Um, well, honestly, the next few years, uh, you know, like I said, right now, I'm focusing 100% on the salons and want to get us through this time. Um, you know, I have some definite interest in consulting and, um, you know, I love building brands and working with new business owners um yeah so right now though my focus is definitely on growing the salon um i have um you know put some different systems in place we just um decided to um, hire on a care team which um some of the um some of those struggles with some of the people with our guests and our our team that have been having struggles with anxiety and different things. What we're hearing a lot is that there is no therapy or therapy, your session would be, you know, a month out. So um, we did just recently bring on a company that is is um, specifically almost like a first responder for care. So they will call you back within 10 minutes um, of a call. They'll come in the salon and visit it. Um, they're for the team, for their families, for our guests, we can refer them. Um, so I think that right now is a really important time for us to, for any business owner to show how much you care about their your team. Um, whatever that is, however you can do it, um, I think they have to be first right now. Um, and other than that, I'm just looking forward to growing the businesses um you know eventually i'd like to get some you know maybe some shareholders with my team and do some different things like that um but right now we're just really focusing on just getting through this year um really focusing on our numbers and the things that we need to do and in order to do that i need my team to be well um so that's where our focus is right now and our you know and our guests we want to be there for them some of them struggle and they need some somebody to call we want to be able to give them that person to call um we can't always be that person we can be a listening ear but sometimes you hear things again and i don't mean to rehash it but then what do you do with that information so um yeah it's all about wellness right now for our team and our guests and then uh 
you know, growth, looking for, for some, some good numbers. We've been, like I said, very busy. We're hiring, we're, we're definitely having a shortage just like everybody else in the hiring world. Um, so we're continuing to look for, for great people to be on our team. Um, yeah, that's where we're at right now. Well, I, I, I'm really encouraged listening to you today about the, the energy in your voice. And it's not very often. Maybe we should change the name of the podcast today from Business Resilience to um, Business Wellbeing, Tammy. Because I love the fact that you are really focused on that with your leadership team, taking care of your people to take care of, take care of your guests. And I've never heard somebody say, about taking on a care service in a salon. You know, that is innovation at its best. And I also love the fact that you have a supplier who will, or a partner that will call people back in need at the moment they need it. And I think that's fabulous. Mm -hmm. That's a tremendous, hopefully, benefit to your community and your guests. That's a a great thing. So last last question for me, Sammy. Um, If you were to... Pick a word to summarize yourself at the moment. What word would you choose? Summarize myself at the moment? Yeah. Hmm. Humbled, I guess. And your reason for that selection is what? And I'm gonna I'm gonna volunteer a word up to you in a second. But what's your reason for staying humble? Uh, I think just being, um, you know, having a rough few years um, prior to COVID, and then COVID gave me a little bit of clarity and some time for rest, um, and then just being so grateful that I still have a job to go to and. We lost your sign temporarily there. I mean, you said about being grateful for having a job to go to. Then I lost. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so grateful to have a a business that I love. Uh, You know, we've been in business 17 years, and I feel just so grateful to have the team that we have. I feel so grateful for my family, my mentors, you being one of them, um, that helped me through some difficult times. Um, I just feel so grateful and humbled, honestly, that I'm able to do what we're able to do. And I, I always knew it was important. That's why I got into it. But I don't think I felt it the way I feel it now. Good. And, and, and on that note, I'd like to give you some soul food. And anyone listening who hasn't joined our rlc-global.com community, you can learn all about soul food in there. Uh, and you can re- join us for free. You can go through anything. Um, but soul food is genuine, positive, and specific feedback. And the word I'd like to volunteer up, and anyone who's listening to this in the playback can <laughs> decide for themselves, I think, in your humility, you've found your heart. You've always had it, Tammy Coakley. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I remember the first time I met you, you had it then. And it doesn't matter about how tough things are. When your heart is good, your energy is more centered. 
and the opportunities you bring into your life are much greater. And I've loved listening to your heart today as part of this episode of Consultivation and learning about how you're caring about other people's hearts by how you're doing work, Tammy. So I'd like to accept your humbled and offer you heart as a gift. Thank you. Thank you for the soul food. I always love it. <laughs> My absolute pleasure. So you've been listening to uh, Dave Evans here on Consultivation, flying solo in the absence of Eric and Kevin. Uh, Eric, who of course is in Italy at a wedding and Kevin is in London at a very important meeting. And uh, the thing is though, today we've been talking about business resilience, but in fact, we ended up talking about business well-being and how Tammy Coakley is making sure her people are cared for so that they can care for their guests and is going out of her way to care for her guests too. And if you want to know more information, do get in touch with us at info at rlc-global.com. And there's loads of great suggestions from the conversation today with Tammy about ways you can think differently about running your business. So Tammy, it leaves me just to thank you for your time and, and you know, taking the time out to spend some time with me here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Dave, for having me. I really enjoyed talking with you and thanks for having my, me. My pleasure. It's good to have you on the show. And for everybody else, may I just wish you every success with your learning. Thank you for listening to Consultivations, brought to you by RLC Global, helping you become a best version business. If you want any help from the conversations in the show today, please reach out to info at rlc-global.com and one of our team would be delighted to talk with you. Go to rlcglobal.group for more information and free content designed to help you.